What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Spawn on Me podcast, episode number 260. 260 is in the building. That is three quarters of a circle and then some. That is um, not three quarters of a circle and then some. It's actually. Uh, why not? It's almost three, three quarters. Less than three it's, quarters of a circle. It's almost three quarters. You said three uh, quarters and, and some. And then some. Yes, between right. 270 and 360, but yes, obviously. It's yes. less than three fourths. I'm offended. Uh, I'm offended. Right, okay. Right now. All right. Well, you know, you could be offended because you make math look good. I make math look terrible. I make <laughs> math run for cover. <laughs> run for cover. <laughs> I am uh, one of your hosts, Cicero Holmes, aka Stubby Stan, aka Sneezes, Seizes, aka the Bruce Wayne of Chicago. Where does he get those wonderful toys? A.K.A. the Baron of Bourbon. And I am here this week and every week with the one that makes math look good. He checks my work and puts red marks all over it. He also makes science look good. He makes tutoring look good. Uh, He is the one and only my uptown brother, Mr. Sharif Jackson, the one and only of SharifJackson.com. How are you today, sir? You know, I don't even put marks on your work. I just put a see me on the top of the page. That's that's, that's it. No marks, just see me and win. See me after class. After class. I don't I don't I don't want to waste time, you know, with 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 like all this shit. I got a limited amount of ink. See me is fine. Right. I actually actually might get a see me stamp and just stamp it. Word, just stamp that joint. Don't have to worry about ink at that point. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm doing good, man. Um, you know the uh, weather in Milwaukee appears to be back to normal. It feels more like fall. Like last week, yeah. we had some weird like yeah. hot days, and then some snow. There was some snow. Yeah, super windy. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So now it feels yeah. like because fall is like my favorite weather. Yes, um, same here. And now it's finally like you know like sixties. You know, you know, upper fifties. Yeah, you know, like we're like you need right. a light jacket at right. night and that kind of stuff. I I love that. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's real dope. Uh, yeah, this is dope weather. And and uh, yeah, just to get for everyone to kind of get a sense of what the weather in the uh, Chicago land and uh, Greater Milwaukee area was like. Uh, last Tuesday, the high was. Almost uh, ninety degrees. <laughs> um, uh, in fact, it felt like ninety degrees. Yeah. On Thursday, the high was forty degrees, and the low was thirty. Yeah, it snowed here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was sleeting and snowing. Yeah. So, um, it, 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 yeah, it, it's kind of silly. Um, but yeah, now it's back to kind of back to normal. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, it is, it is nice. It's a great time of year. Um, so yeah, I mean, like the fact that, that the weather is getting cooler, but not too cold, uh, makes it a great time of year. But also the reason that it's a great time of year, if you're a gamer, is because this is when, this is when the shit hits the fans. This is when it yeah. gets real. Um, and, you know, like this, the entire year uh, in gaming, and it's been a pretty good year. Yeah, it's been a good year. Uh, so far. Um, 
I don't think it. I don't think it reaches last year's levels. No, no. Last um, year was legendary. This yeah. This year is good though. This this is a good yeah. year. Yeah, this, this has a been a pretty sure. good year of games. Um, but all of that was a prelude to uh, what is what's been dropping already this month. Uh, what is uh, coming out in if you're here in the with us tonight what is coming out very very soon okay so uh, before we get before we segue into that to the first thing right. want to acknowledge our captain oh yes. Adams, yes on an extended yes. three hour yes. tour a uh, three episode correct. tour uh right. so i know he hasn't been here but he got a new job he's out there grinding hustling so we've been holding it down for him he's still here though he's just on a three-hour tour. A three-hour tour. He's Yo, out there. That song bangs. <laughs> that song. I used. Yo, when Gilligan's Island used to come. Now I, I'm not old enough to where I saw it live, but like when right. like the uh, reruns would come on, like Nick at Night or Nickelodeon, um, right. I was singing Gilligan's Island so loud. Oh yeah, the song goes. Yo, I mean, every, yeah, everybody of a certain age knows that song. They know both versions of the song. They know which version is the good one. Yeah. Um, but that song was brilliant because you knew everything you needed to know. If you never watched Gilligan's Island, never even heard of it before, the song, without even seeing anything, tells you everything you need to know about the show you're about to watch. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, yeah it's even, yeah, even it, the characters, it, it does that. like even the, even like the character yeah, name. That's right. So much. Yep. Like you knew the skipper yep. and professor. Yep. And you got, yep. You got the cast. Yep. Yep. You know, the millionaire and his wife, yep. you know, that's all you need to know. The that movie was... star. Oh, that's right. always so good. So good. <laughs> Shout out to Gilligan's Island. Shout out to you Gilligan's know, Island. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if a remake or, or like some kind of weird, like, Michael Bay produced movie where they spend like, oh my gosh like 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 an hour on the slow motion shipwreck right <laughs> like just Yo, the shipwreck there yeah. was there was a, a a Gilligan's Island remake um you just didn't realize it was there it was what it was called it was called Lost oh come so on man that's if, oh, if they were gonna if if it's if, like the sci-fi gilligan's island yeah if <laughs> gilligan's island was made today it would be lost like you just can't make you can't make that kind of sitcom anymore so it would be lost it would be lost i feel um, like you can't make that kind of sitcom but i think you could make a movie I think you could make a gilligan's island movie you I, make I, a gilligan's island movie and it would be stuck on the island at the end It'd be like for you know you put like whatever Seth Rogen and uh, it'd, be, it'd be like one of those movies like you put like Seth Rogen and, um, God, and Jonah name? Hill, uh, uh, <laughs> Owen Wilson, you know, and, and Luke Wilson. You know, it'd be it'd be, it'd be one of those uh, right. one of those movies. You could totally make like a Gilligan's Island dumb white oh. boy, uh, man, was it man child movie? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, but it would have to be a trilogy where they get off the island at the end, or like, do they never get off the island? I don't know. Look, have you ever seen that movie? Um, I forgot the name of it. Where it's basically like the apocalypse. 
Uh, That's every movie. No, 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 no. It's 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 like a Seth Rogen movie, and like it had like all these Hollywood oh, stars. Oh, yes, in it. oh, yes, 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 yes. I forgot uh, what it's called. This is but... the, this is the end. Yeah, yeah. Like they made a movie like yeah. that, so I'm guaranteed. Yes. I'm pretty sure they could make a Gilligan's Island movie. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. You, I'm you just saying. I'm just me. putting it out there. You you sold me on the Gilligan's Island 2020 reboot starring Seth. Holla at and, me, movie studios. I got the, a script. Wilson. The Wilson brothers, the Franco brothers, Jonah Hill. Uh, I, so I got mad scripts. Right, you got them. You got them all them scripts, yo. Yeah. Mad scripts. Mad um, scripts. Well, you know what? You've come up with those ideas for uh, the mad scripts because you be playing mad games, son. Yes. Every, what you be playing, B? What I be playing? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I apologize for any new listeners that might have came in right at that moment and decided to switch it off because you saw right. two black people saying, Yo, son, I'll be playing the illness games. I'll be playing. <laughs> so I apologize for that little bit. You know, I don't, I, I don't want y'all to clip that and send that shit around either. Okay. Um, uh, so I've been. They're re- so authentic. Yeah, I know. I know. Um,. Yeah, so I've been playing and really enjoying uh, the latest game in the uh, probably, th- I, if you probably add them all together, probably 30 or 40 games, the Mega Man mm. series. Um, well, yeah. So Mega Man 11 came out um, about a month ago, um, and I've been working my, working my uh, way out through it. Um, now, I was really big on Mega Man in like the sort of uh, 80s and the Nintendo era. Um Mega Man 2 is one of my favorite games of all time. Um, actually, for Spawn for Good, not for the the Vote Riders one, but for the last one for yeah. uh, Black Girls Code, um, I played through Mega Man X for the first time for the, mm. the Super Nintendo. But aside from the 8-bit ones and that, I haven't really played any of those. They had a whole bunch for Super Nintendo. They had, I think, some for like... Saturn, Dreamcast, PlayStation—they've—they've they've had a lot of Mega Man games, but Mega Man Nine, which came out, I think for the—it it was on the Wii, I know, in like that era, it's so like oh six, oh seven. That was kind of like their like comeback one. Um, and this one, Mega Man Eleven, is really good. Um, <laughs> one thing I like about it is it has that good balance of like classic formula with like updated kind of graphics. Um, and like updated play style. And what I mean by that is, so like Mega Man traditionally is a very difficult game. You know, it's like kind of cheap, you know, it like definitely has that old school kind of like mentality where if you try to jump over a pit, something will come launch out of the pit and knock you out of the sky. You know, um, if you go off the screen just a little bit, like the enemies will respawn instantly. You know, right. um, which I think they used to do ba- back in the day just because the Nintendo didn't have the memory to, like, hold the uh, death states. But now I right. think they <laughs> just keep that just because it's sort of a annoying part of it. Um, right. But they have different difficulty levels. And I don't remember Mega Man ever having this. Um, so they basically have, like, four, like, levels. It's, it's like, uh, easy casual normal and i think the hardest one is like hardcore or like you know some bullshit um i played on normal um and what they do is if you die a lot like you 
build up this currency and then you can buy upgrades that are like super helpful. Like, uh, you know, if you fall in a pit, it'll like lift you out of the pit. If you hit a spike, it'll like give you like a free hit, you know? And like, those are usually like instant death things in like uh, Mega Man games. So it's like, if you're really good and you make it through, you won't need that. And that's cool, but I definitely had some levels where I struggled a lot in, um, and I was able to get these upgrades and help me through it, you know? And, like, if I was really frustrated, I could have just, like, lowered, like, the difficulty level, which, I you know, would, like, reduce the amount of energy and the damage. So I feel like they're really being accommodating to, like, any kind of gamer from, like, you know like the hardcore gamer to like semi that this might be their first mega man like like they might have never played this kind of punishing game you know hmm. um so i really like that the, the music is fantastic it kind of has like it still kind of sounds like a uh somewhat updated version of an 8-bit chip chip tune so it has like that like catchiness but it does sound somewhat modern i don't know it's kind of hard to like explain but i feel like it's like a good balance between the music that you would expect to hear from a game now and the music then um you know so like it's like all like a like a loops um and it's just really good you know i i um i like downloaded a lot of the songs to like to like listen to on the iphone and great um, you know, it's the same thing. Like there's, you know, eight robot masters. You got to beat them all. Once you beat one, you, you get their, like th- th- their signature weapon. And then you can find out that there's some bosses that are weak to like other bosses, kind of like weapons. And, and, you know, if, if like, you don't want to go through like the trial and the error process, obviously you can just like Google it. Right. Um, they also made it so that you can change between like the weapons on the fly, which is great because oh. in like most Mega Man games, you gotta go to the pause menu and like select it there. Um, so it definitely made a lot of the fights and the boss battles a lot more fluid without those like pauses where like I could switch to like you know the fire gun or like the the uh, charge shot or like the, or or my favorite the. I think it's called the bouncing balls. I think is the official name. The, the, TM. Yeah, yeah. There's there's like one level where I think the robot's called Bounce Man. It's a completely ridiculous robot. Um, <laughs> it makes no sense. But the whole level, like you're, it's like you're bouncing around in like one of those fucking like a kid like bouncy houses and stuff, you know. Um, so I like that. Like the game, you know it it doesn't take itself too seriously. You know, um, I think. Some Mega Man games do kind of try to like make it like you know like like you're out saving the world and it's kind of like this like super serious tale. I'm like yo, I'm bouncing around fighting robots called Bounce Man and Acid Man, you know. <laughs> um, the Doctor Wily stuff um, is actually very really similar to um, the old old like Mega Man games. Um, so I wish they were a little more experimental with the uh, with the last couple couple levels because they do tread a lot of similar territory but aside from that i had a lot of fun with it um highly highly recommend it if you have any interest in a platformer um if you don't this isn't gonna change your mind i mean it's not like a revolutionary game it's 
it's it's the same archetype of game that we've been playing for like 30 years um but it's fun you know and like i can tell that like i capcom put a, a, a lot of a lot of love into it so i mean it's out for every platform out there um you know including the uh pc um i played mine on the switch but but it's on xbox ps4 steam and the switch so and i believe i forgot how much i paid for it i think it's like 20 bucks if i remember right um so yeah check it out check it out um are are you a a mega man fan so uh i played mega man mega man 2 um i am a fan of captain n um (laughs) so um that's uh, mega awesome right (laughs) um yeah, uh, everybody look for Sharif as Captain N. Sure. At from uh, from, from Dragon Con, uh, yeah. the Dragon Con, yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, a fan of Mega Man. Question though, for this knit subsection of people mm-hmm. that are platform fans, mm-hmm. but have not played a Mega Man game, would this game? be something because i feel like mega man is a very like i don't feel like there's a lot new that you can do with mega man and maybe i'm wrong there's not Uh, i mean um, there's not a lot side-scrolling platformer but but i do think with the popularity of you know like this year we've had a lot of hard platformers out like dead cells and like celeste and like that kind of stuff so i think that there is kind of a resurgence of you know, newer gamers and like younger gamers that have been kind of introduced to this genre where it's hard and one hit can knock you off a cliff and then that's it, you know? So I think there might be more people that aren't as familiar with the franchise that might want to try it because they've already played a lot of these, like uh, these, these like a newer game. So I, I think that it's like possible that um, it can, they can, grow their audience beyond like the already existing fans okay all right um yeah so you know go get it uh, it like 20 bucks is a good price if you're a uh platforming fan uh what else you've been playing man um i've been playing uh dark souls remastered um so this came out on everything as well um on uh you know pc xbox ps4 switch it's a you know like i said it's a remade version of uh, dark souls one um which i've never really played um i'm not a dark souls fan i did play a little bit of dark souls one um i played for maybe an hour and i was like this game is not for me um and i was like you know what? i need to give it a second go because i know people love 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 like the genre um I like difficult games, but for some reason, this game just seemed like it was, like, not fun difficult. Um, right. But you know what? I gave myself a couple of hours, and I can see the fun in it. It's, it's. I guess, the frustrating thing when I first played it is, I mean, it's very old school in that they give you nothing. No waypoints, right. no mission, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no, like, there's no... There is no apparent goal. Like, like you just show up in a prison and you got to fucking find your way out. And it's not obvious. Like, as soon as you start, you have a weapon that might take out maybe two points of damage. And right. within 
five minutes, you're in front of a boss. And if you try to kill that boss, you can't. I mean, you might, maybe you can, but it would take you like forever. Right. And there's like a little door that you have to find to escape from it and then come back and fight it again. And they don't tell you any of this shit. Right. So I spent like 20 minutes trying to like chip away at, at this like huge dragon boss, you know? But at the same time, when I did beat him, it was super rewarding, you know? Right. So, so I can see that kind of push and pull that like frustration, but the rewarding after you figure it out. Um, I'm on, I think the third main level now. Um, and it is pretty cool. I mean, there are some times that where you just, you just die and there's nothing that you you can do about it. Cause it's kind of like trial and like an error. Like you might open a door and a huge ball just comes and just kills you. It's like, Oh, I guess I shouldn't open that door the, the uh, next time, you know? And there's no like way to tell. It's just like straight up, like, like you tried it, you know? And then, that's right. it, you know, um, <laughs> So I think that that's the reason why the game probably won't um, appeal to everyone. Um, but I must say I was wrong about it. Um, it is good. It is fun. And I can see why people really like it. Now, I've not played Bloodborne. I've not played you know any of the other Dark Souls or Souls-like games. I guess there are, there are like a whole bunch of them as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a... It is, it's good. And, right. and like, I can see what I missed and, you know, I'll probably be trying to get through all of this, um, you know, cause, cause I get, you know, I just been playing like in between like my tutoring sessions and stuff, you know, um, right. 20 minutes here and like also playing Dark Souls while you're like using the bathroom. Very interesting experience. I must say. Just, just. <laughs> Just to let the people know. Um, All right. Well, hey, you know that, hey, we'll that, that is the best. That's the optimal switch. Uh, optimal switch environment to uh, play. The right. game. There you go. Um, there you go. Everybody yeah. So knows that reefs uh, reef switch has been flagged. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ha- so have, have you played any of the Dark Souls games? No, I haven't. And and the reason I haven't is for what you said at the very beginning was that. Uh, these games are hard. Uh, they're notoriously hard. It took you two hours before you figured out exactly what you were doing. Yep. Um, and then you kind of got it. Two hours is my gaming time. Yeah. You know, like that's it. Like it's not. And, and, I, and I, you know, I think I've realized like I, I just I'm not down for hard games anymore. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I want I, I want to be. I want to feel feel fulfilled after my two hours of gaming, you know, the limited amount of time that I have. And I don't want to feel frustrated um, because I'm not getting the game. I could be, feel frustrated because I'm not necessarily good at it, right. um, but I understand how to play. And and yeah, those Dark Souls games uh, like I understand it. And, you know, if I had more time, then maybe I would get invested in it and maybe I'm missing out. Um, but I, you know, I'm missing out on a lot. No, you're so, not. I mean, I don't think yeah, you're missing. Yeah, like, if it doesn't fit your your right. schedule, yeah. it doesn't fit because right. it does. Right. It takes hours to figure out what the fuck is going on. Yeah. I, I mean, and like that's just like I. If I play a game, I usually don't like to use guides and shit. Obviously, you could use a guide right. and, and go quicker. But to me, like right. the fun in it is kind of figuring it out. 
Um, right. So yeah, you don't have time for that. I don't think if if you right. played a game like this, it would probably have to be with like a guy that pretty much tells yeah, you exactly yeah, where to go. And, so yeah, you know, because you know, I mean, there is I. I like this kind of brings you back to like fucking Atari games. Like you just start, and they tell you no, you have never yeah. no idea where to go, and there's passages yep. everywhere. Yep, like it's yeah. it's it's kind of nuts. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I definitely remember those times. Uh, I remember those frustrations, but uh, I, you know, I had six hours the game every night. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I could I could dedicate the time to. And and uh, the other part was that I may have that game and two or three others right um, at tops to play. So uh, and you know and that's going to be my only new game. So I'm gonna, just going to play that uh, until I figure it out and I beat it. So um, you know, big difference now between uh, three games in my in my entire library. And a hundred games at my disposal that I just have to download from Game Pass on top of all of the other games in the library. Yeah. And, uh, with and, less time to play. And a little side note, uh, this isn't in our docket, but you just reminded me, Game Pass is coming to PC. Yes. Uh, yes. That's right. So right now, you, you, I can, you know, I have Game Pass and I can get all the Play Anywhere kind of titles, but I think they're bringing... Yeah. All the titles on Game Pass, they're basically, I mean, they haven't clarified, but the assumption is that they're going to be porting these games to PC so that you can have access right. to the full Xbox right. library of these older games. So, yeah, pretty excited yeah. about that. That is, yeah, that is super. That is really, really Microsoft good. is doing um, it, man. They, they yeah, are, they're, 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 they are Microsoft doing is a service. Um, they're really, they're really uh, stepping their game up. Yeah. So, um, what, 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 what what you been playing? So, um, I've been playing the first. Uh, the first thing I'm going to talk about is a game that I've been playing for months. Uh, actually, both games that I'll be talking about are games that I've been playing for months. Um, but I've been playing this one longer, and since it is this time of year, I think it's only fitting that I talk about MLB the Show, eighteen, or MLB eighteen the Show. Um, <laughs> it's it's one right. of those two, one of those two. Um, 18 uh, the show MLB what about that one yeah right right exactly MLB 18 the show <laughs> um, so um, the, uh, this is yet again an annual annual uh, sports franchise it is World Series time uh, I am wearing my Yankees hat um, you know the Yankees will never die and baseball season is over uh, let's go Dodgers, I guess. Um, <laughs> but but hey, man, you, you should you should be rooting for the team that beat you, so you could be like, uh, we, we lost yeah. to the champs. Yeah, yeah, be a nah. Red Sox fan out there, man. Come on, nah. You gotta be a Boston nah. fan out there. Nah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> nah. That's, that's like that's like rooting for the bully. After he beat you After up he when he's about to fight somebody yeah. else. Roof, roof yeah. on. Right. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> um, but but uh, the the game is great. Um, MLB The Show uh, is one of always that, that franchise, that series is one of my favorite series. It is the only baseball game in town. Um, it is 
a complete motivating factor for me owning a PlayStation 4 mm-hmm. um, is, you know, you know, some people, people buy consoles sometimes for exclusives. Um, I bought my PlayStation for an exclusive and that exclusive is MLB the show. Okay. Um, so uh, it, it is uh, the game that the first game I played when I got uh, my PS4 Pro. Nice. Um, yeah, it is, you know, I really, really, really excited about that game and it is well deserved. It is well earned. Um, shout out to Sony San Diego. I'm not sure if they're Sony San Diego anymore, but uh, um, fantastic game. Uh, beautiful recreation of um, America's pastime. All of the all of the the kind of nuance, um, you know, uh, a lot of people don't like a lot of young younger people don't like baseball because it is a slower sport. It's an old man sport. People are just kind of walking around. They're just kind of doing their own thing. And this game yeah. actually kind of recreates that um, very, very well. You'll hear you'll hear chants. um about you know if you're the opposing team you'll hear chants from the fans talking about you know go back to you know wherever um uh, or call you a bum that sounds like it could be very problematic like go back to like well well, they'll say like (laughs) Like, go back back to the country you came from right yeah yeah right (laughs) well no they'll tell you like go back to the the sports town that you know that your that your team is from checking Right, I don't um, want these but, like go back to DR, or go, right, go, go right. back to Africa. Uh, right, right. Uh, they're throwing bananas. Oh um, man! So they, uh, they, you know, they'll they'll uh, deride you if you're an opposing player, and especially uh, boo you if you're one of the stars on that team. Um, you know, pretty viciously, uh, but but conversely, cheer you greatly when you're at home um and you you know the and uh and you'll hear like the first base coach tell you different things and because it's the ps4 you'll hear that chatter coming through the controller oh nice so you'll hear the you'll hear the stands coming through the speakers nice uh and then but you'll hear all the on-field stuff so like if you're fielding You'll hear one of the players tell you, "Oh, two, two, so throw it to second base." Yeah. Um, and you'll, you know, you'll hear the third base coach say, "You know, round, round the bases, or you know, whatever it is." Yes. Like you get all of that stuff, all of the ambient sounds and and moments of the game. Um, but one of the things that I love about uh, about playing sports games in general is I play them like RPGs. You get your my player mode, whatever yeah. it is. Oh, of course. Uh, MLB the show has the road to the show mode uh, and and they're unique in so much. And not only is it unique because it's baseball. So you have the, you know, the, the minors, you have uh, several minor league systems before you make it to the major leagues, AKA the show. Um, But they're unique because four years ago, three, three iterations of the game ago, they decided, Hey, you know what? We're going to solve that problem that all these sports fans have where, they try to play the game. They try to play their my player mode, um, but they can't. Uh, they they never have enough time to actually finish a career with a player mm-hmm. before the next game comes out. Well, we'll allow you to import your character from year to year. 
Um, so I've got a batter that I've been playing uh, in MLB The Show uh, since since you know this whole thing started. So four years. Wow. He's yeah. He's uh, six or seven seasons into his major league career. Wow. Um, it's seven years into the future. I'm playing That's every game. Awesome. Yeah, it is. It is really dope. I've gotten to a free agency. You know, I'm trying to break records. Like it. Like I actually That's have this really guy. Cool. Like this. This character yeah, this is, dude, is my yeah. guy. What's 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 yeah. what's what's his name? Uh, his name is Frank Sanders. Wow, you picked the most generic fucking. Yeah, name. yeah. Um, Frank Sanders. Frank Sanders, Nothing, owner of fine know, chicken restaurants. That's right. That's right. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, Colonel. His is yeah, his nickname yeah, the Colonel. Yeah. The current the Colonel. No, I you know I didn't think of that one at at the moment. At, that's pretty at, at cool. The time, so yeah, that's pretty yeah. dope. For, like yeah, because that is an RPG, right? Like that's right. like playing right. WoW or Destiny or whatever. Right. You, have your, you know, like I've had my same Destiny character for four years. Right. You know that's the th- 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 that's pretty dope. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Um, yeah. So it, it's. It is great, and what they do is when they do make new uh, additions to the um, to the road to the show mode, they integrate those additions into your character. So, like, so um, now what they have is are these cutscenes periodically where you'll wind up talking to your agent. Your agent will kind of assess where you are in the in your career, what you want to do. You can ask for a trade. You can tell them you're not happy. Yeah. Um. You know. So, uh, all of those things will happen, but they didn't happen in the previous season. So, in next year's iteration of the game, when Frank Sanders moves on to uh, that one, there will be more things that that I could potentially want to do. So the only thing I would ask is. Uh... Specifically for Yankee games, but preferably for anything, if they add Jesus and Mero as uh, announcers. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you ever heard them talk about Yankees basketball, but it is. I mean, as anything yeah. they say, it is hilarious. Yes. yes. And yes. and I mean, I mean, they like 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 Mero, especially. I've heard him on Bill Simmons' show. Right. He knows his stuff. You know. He, yeah. He's, oh he, yeah. Yeah, they are true, yeah. true New York sports fans. Yeah, they they know their sports, um, and you know, and it, we're, we're you know we're not just loud and obnoxious. Um, we're the type of fans that you truly hate because we're not loud, obnoxious, and we know what we're talking about. So you know, yeah, exactly. Um, so, so, so it it you know it really it really is irksome. Um, yeah, I, w- I but, would love uh, to hear them in the, in the game because 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 like, like they. They they got Bill Simmons in two K nineteen, so he uh, guest yeah. commentates on some of the games. So you know that's yeah, you know, get that's some, yeah, that's get really some, dope. Get some decent Mero in there. The yeah, show, yeah, yeah, you, you know, uh, they'd have to make the game M rated M. Yeah, sure, it would but, definitely uh, have to be. Rated. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's so the cool thing is though that you do wind up getting the personalities of the teams within within the game. So, you know, not only one of the great things about baseball from a fan's perspective or from a, a you know, from a fan's perspective is that you get uniqueness in almost all of the stadiums. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they have they have a, a feel that is uniquely theirs as opposed to football stadiums. Aesthetically, they may be a little bit different, but the dimensions of the field are the same every single time. Um, basketball, the dimensions of the court are the same every single time. But mm-hmm. in baseball, the dimensions, you know, almost across the board are, are different. Um, if you play a game in Coors Field, um, you're going to hit if you're a home run hitter, you're going to hit them further. Um, if, uh, you play a game in, uh, in Chase in not Shea stadium, but in, in city, city, shitty city field, I mean, city field, <laughs> wow. um, How dare you offend it, city yeah, bank? It, hey, um, yeah, I just, uh, full disclosure. So Frank Sanders signed his first free agent contract. He wanted to go to back home to the Bronx, to the Yankees. They wasn't, they didn't offer him a contract, but guess who did? I uh, went to Queens. Yeah, I went to Queens. Went to Queens. Went to Queens. So when Frank Sanders hits a home run, the apple pops up. Um, <laughs> nice. And when uh, you know the the announcers are sitting there and they're doing their color and and stuff like that, and they talk about the the defense for the Mets for the first time in the game, they go, "Oh, let's meet the Mets," and they kind of chuckle because um, that's a thing that they say, "Meet the Mets," um, and. Uh, so and like all of the those idiosyncrasies, if you hit the ball out of uh, AT and T Park in San Francisco, out of right field into McCovey Cove, they call it they call it a splashdown. They talk about that kind of stuff. Yes. Um, so all of that, you know, all of the the history that is part of the sport and the uniqueness that is part of the sport is included in the game, and you know, in a in a very real way. So it immerses you really uh, at at a great level. Um, and and you know that's part of the thing that I really respect about the about the game and, and the little touches that uh, make that game great. Um, Brief, do you? I know you have a PS4. You don't have the show, do you? I don't have the newest one. I did. Okay. I do have it for seventeen. Oh, okay. Because um, if I remember right, it was it was either on PlayStation Plus or it was like went on sale really Probably. cheap, and I ended yeah. up buying it. And I did play through. You, you know, I. I didn't start up a uh, career, but I did play a couple right. of like exhibition games and stuff. It's solid, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and I think it does a great job of ramping you in if if you're a new player to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like they do probably as good of a job as the newer Maddens do, like Madden in the last mm-hmm. two years. Um, right. I still think both of them do way better jobs than like NBA 2K, for example, does and ramp right. people like a new player in. I haven't played yeah. NBA Live, but I don't know how good of a job that they do but um i think that the show i i remember after playing like two or three games i was like i get this like 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 i get it you know and and it felt good and i yeah it's it's like something that if i had more time i would definitely get you know this this would definitely be a game that i bought probably on a annual basis just like i do with madden and like 2k but you know just just don't have the time for it right now yeah. Um, the other thing that's great about, uh, the MLB series is they, there is more customization in how you want to play that game than I think in any other game, any other sports game. Um, you can really like in terms of the controls, there are so many different, like, you know, you could be an analog pitcher. You can be a pulse pitcher. You could just push the button. You could just, you know, like there's all sorts of different ways. Um, you know, like all these different control schemes that they've used over the course of the years, they just kept them all in. They didn't get rid of them all. 
um, or, you know, they didn't get rid of one in favor of another and they just included them all. And you can mix and match uh, those that, those control schemes at your leisure. Um, it's yeah, it's just a, a really, really slick game um, It is a, a great game to play. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you if you love baseball, um, you already have this game. But uh, if you're thinking about uh, picking up and playing some baseball or, or learning about baseball, that there's no other place to be than than on uh, MLB The Show 18. Um, the other game that I'm playing is uh, a game that I play every day on my phone. Ooh. And it is from EA. It's called Command and Conquer's. Command and Conquer oh, wow. Rivals. So they got you um, with, with They got me. They with, got me. With that EA play demo where they just yep, yep. sat people so down I, without yep, saying yep. anything and yep. had like a five minute match. Yep. I, I you know, I've always kind of been uh I've you know, I've I've fancied myself a strategist. I've played RTSs on occasion. I've never been terribly good. I'm better at uh turn based strategies. Um, but, uh, but the, like this one I saw at EA play and I was like, Hey, you know, maybe I'll give it a shot. I got into the beta and I was playing and I was getting my ass kicked a lot. Uh, and I, I just kept playing and it, it is, it is super fun. It's super fast. Um, it, you can play a game, a match in, in like five or six minutes, uh, so it is a perfect phone game if you're sitting around waiting for things to happen. Um, you know, you're you're taking a bio break. It is it is the perfect game to sit and and play. Uh, you can play as the Global Defense Initiative GDI or the Nod from Command and Conquer lore. Um, it is like a game of rock paper scissors shotgun. Um, cause it's like you, you, you know, you have all of these different, uh, all of these different, uh, weapon types and, or not weapon types, but like, uh, uh, vehicles and, and units, infantry or planes or, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, you've got, uh, different bosses that have different specials and you're playing live against other people around the world. Um, it's yeah, it's super fun. Okay. It's free on your phones. Yeah. Um, I haven't invested a dime into it, and uh, they've really f- refined it from from the beta to now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it went gold maybe a month or two ago, um, and and they've still been refining it. And I think the system works a lot better now than it did before. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a really great game and they're doing seasons and stuff like that. So, uh, yes, you can get in and, and, uh, you know, rank your rank, ramp yourself up to getting a ranking, uh, and, uh, before the season ends and, and you get more cooler and more shit. Uh, there's lots of ways to earn, uh, currency and cards so that you can upgrade all of your different units uh yeah it's it's super cool okay yeah i mean i gotta say i when i saw it on ea play it looked completely silly to me right and therefore i've never even checked it out but you know i, I might you know it's free I, I might give it a download and just right. 
Just I, um, I, yeah, I had a match today that was inc- like I would have loved to have heard the shout cast on this match because it was so tense. Um, and the way that I, you know, I won was so incredible that I was just like, oh, I, I couldn't believe that I, that, that happened and you can watch a replay. So I watched the replay. Uh, I saved it as a favorite. I shared it out. And if hopefully I'll be able to share it on Twitter somewhere, uh, let me, if I can yeah. figure that out, um, I'll share it so that everyone can see it. It, it, it was super cool. I, I think yeah. uh, d- d- it's um, worth a shot. Do the, does your phone, um, cause you have a Samsung, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I could, re- I could, just re- I could have recorded it. Yeah, I was about to through say. the game player thing. Yeah, you could do on here. Recording. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, man. You know, next n- next time you get into a super in- intense match, when, <laughs> when like uh, you're in line at the groceries and you're like shouting at your phone, right? While these old ladies are looking back at you, like, what is wrong with that? Yes, it's scary black yes. guy in here. That's right. Shouting command and conquer instructions. That's right. (laughs) Die, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, uh, like, yeah, super cool. Uh, If you've got a phone um, and you've you've liked, if you had a passing fancy in in real time strategies, give it a shot. Download it. Uh, Check it out. If you don't like it, you know, uninstall it. But if you do like it, uh, you know, make sure you remember where you, you got that advice from. Right. So, um, right. yeah, uh, you know, let's talk about some stuff that happened this week. How about that? Yeah, um, let's do it. So, you know, last week we talked about uh, Rockstar's crunch culture. Um, and, and you know, we I think we, we, we were definitely two sides of we had differing opinions uh somewhat but i think we were two sides of the same coin um with regards to it being toxic uh the this crunch culture and and kind of being um less than pleased with uh the way rockstar uh, handled things well it kind of got worse right i mean so yeah. first first off uh jason Schreier on tuesday released this magnificent article on uh, Kotaku uh, where he talked to almost a hundred former current and former rockstar employees to talk about the culture within, within rockstar. Um, And there were, I mean, there were so many nuggets to, to come out of that, uh, that like just, really kind of blew my mind um the one that that really got me was the fact that at rockstar it was encouraged that you not you know obviously it's encouraged that you don't leave but it was encouraged that you didn't quit a project um and one of the incentives to uh keep to keeping you on the project was telling you that your name would not be in the credits for the game crazy that that you played irrespective of how long you were on that project if you the only people whose names were in the credits were people who finished the project crazy and that was that was rockstar policy uh and they've decided in the aftermath of this crunch uh debacle 
that they're going to to modify that policy a little bit. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2 will be the first game in Rockstar's history to have people that have uh, left before the project was completed be acknowledged by Rockstar, officially by Rockstar. Uh, and they're going to be doing so not in the credits, but by having a list on the Rockstar website. Which is still bullshit to me. Right. I mean, I mean uh, it's, it's almost worse than yeah. not acknowledging I, them at I, all. I mean, these are game like these are games that take like years and years to yes. make. So imagine yes. you were yes. working four years as an artist or something and you left. Right. And, and you created all all the fucking art in the game and you left. Right. Your name wouldn't be in there under art. It'll right. be on the website. Meaning you can't right. put on your resume. I mean, you could put it on there. Right. But if they were like, show me where the fuck your name is, you're on the fucking special thanks, like it's a damn Kickstarter right. or something. Like, you send them a link. Man, that is so <laughs> crazy to me. Like, yeah, like yeah. If you worked on the game, shouldn't your name be in there? Like, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's it's just an it's just a small example of just the right, just the bad culture there. One thing that really stuck out to me was that um, at Rockstar San Diego. Some, some some of the people basically said that, you know, there, there was a time where they basically ordered people to work 80-hour weeks. So it right. wasn't 100, but they were like right. 80 hours. And they said if you don't have anything to do on, say, Red Dead, then test GTA five for the rest of the time. So right. people were just coming in with nothing to do. And just testing other shit that wasn't even like this game, and people felt pressured that if Dan Hauser or like another exec didn't see them at their desk, that they would be looked at as not contributing as much as right and, and anyone else. So like so like there's a couple of stories where like people are like yo, I came in on a Saturday, I didn't even do anything, but I wanted to be sitting at my desk. So he could right. see me, <laughs> right. and then he would comment on it like, "Hey, I saw you in on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, thanks yeah. for uh, you know really working hard." And that would come up in terms of performance reviews and bonuses and all that shit. Like, 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 how many times did people see you going hard on the weekends? It's just, it's just a nasty culture, man. Yeah. Um, and it's one that does not encourage. I feel like people to stay in this industry because people are going to flame out. You know, from that kind of stuff. So and and you know, and that is exactly what has happened to people. Uh, that they've you know that they've just lost the lost the drive, um, lost the passion for this industry that they've loved. Um, and you know, and that's that's a terrible thing. You know, it is it is a it's a terrible uh, prospect when uh, someone dreams about doing this thing has a talent in doing it uh and and you take that away from them because you've you've created you know you've turned you you've traumatized them from wanting to do this work anymore like you know the the fact that you know sometimes you you'll associate a certain action with a time in your life and and you know and that's that's the end of it um, yeah and, and like i must say there is a diversity of opinion from the employees in this article not everybody yeah. 
was like, this is terrible. Some people were like, this is great. I got to make one of the greatest games out. I I was willing to do the sacrifice. So I think that Jason did a great job here of like showing that a company as big as Rockstar, there's never going to be like one response from the employees. Like there's always going to be people down with it, people not down with it and people all over like the spectrum in between. Um, So I do like that about the article that I think it tries to balance it out Um, Mm -hmm. because there are some people that don't mind working that way. But my problem, as I said last, last week is if there's that unsaid assumption or that pressure, um, that's what, you know, makes it kind of crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's circle back to last week for a second and, and I'll ask you, um, does it somehow, does knowing this kind of stuff, having this peek behind the curtain somehow lessen your anticipation for Red Dead Redemption 2? Um, will it, will it be on your mind as you're playing the game? Will it affect? the way you think about the game i don't think it'll be on my mind while i'm playing because rockstar games are a good way of immersing you into the game but definitely while i'm thinking about it while i'm doing any kind of critical thinking or writing about it for sure um you know because nothing no game is worth you know people being written like indentured servants right you know like i don't care how good it is you know, right. um, so it'll definitely m- make me think of it then. I doubt while, while I'm playing, but yeah, I mean, this has to stop. And um, yeah. if any company can stop it, a company with the resources of Rockstar should be able to, as I, as I said last week, put in some procedures. You know, crunch is going to happen. Put in some procedures to deal with it that doesn't treat people like they're like robots or something. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be thinking about it for sure. Yeah. Um Man, I would love to say that it will affect my critical thinking of the game. Um, I would love to say that it has affected my level of anticipation, uh, that it will affect, you know, me as I'm playing it, what have you, that, you know, it'll be something that I remember. Um, It'll be something I remember. But it's not something that it'll affect me. That will affect me. Um, I think that this this latest piece of information, especially this thing about the credits, this shit, that's that's unnecessarily cruel. Yeah. Um. You know, it, it is like there there is no there's no valuable rationale for why that is a thing that they that they would do. Um. I think that there are enough people within within uh enough talented people within the technology space that if someone was somehow uh incentivized to, into staying because they wanted their name in the credits um and if that person were given the choice if they were weren't incentivized by the fact that if if they left their name would would be removed essentially from the work that they've done uh they that rockstar could replace them with a an equally talented person who wants to actually be there um so i i just 
I I think that part is horrible. And had I heard that uh, six months ago, it may have made me wait longer to pre-order the game. I still would have pre-ordered the game. I still would have bought the game. Um, so, you know, I guess in the long run, for me, it does not matter. Um, but well, from, still, I it, think from, if you buy, it still matters. Like, you, you can buy something and be critical about it and recognize sure, the problematic sure. parts of it and still buy right. it. Sure. Um, I think that, yeah, but additionally for me, um, from, you know, from a moral standpoint, while it is problematic, it's not a problematic thing that bothers me because I'm a proud American, right? And um, I love this country, flaws and all, and I can be critical of it, um, but and still say there's no place I'd rather live. This country was built, was literally built on slave labor, you know, not like metaphorical slave labor where people were working really hard. Um, for you know, for inhumane periods of time. No, it was. But we're also built. getting paid. Yeah. Um, you know, like, and and you know, and and quite honestly, not only was it built on slave labor, it was built on the backs of of our ancestors. Um, but but it, with with full knowledge of that, I still love this country. Um, and, you know, still call myself a patriot and, and would rather, you know, would, there's no place I'd rather live um, in, in the world. Um, so so if I can if I can unabashedly do that, then I can I can easily look past uh, the, the dumb shit that that a, a company that makes a superb video game. Or or several superb video games uh, does. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm still gonna play it, but I'm gonna definitely be critical about it, and I'm gonna think about as I'm playing it. Um, you know, and like especially after I finish, I'm gonna still be very critical of Rockstar because I think that right. you can make a great game, but you can't kill people to do it. Like you can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drive people so hard to do it. So right. Um. Keep keep your critical brain on for a second. Uh, and obviously, Bricago, if you uh, you know, let us know what you what you guys have uh, thought about this entire Rockstar fiasco. Whether you're playing the game, whether you're uh, holding off, maybe you know, maybe you're a conscientious uh, objector. Uh, and and you know, I applaud you if you are. Um, but yeah, let us know. We we want to know. Um, but while uh, Reef's got his critical he- brain on. Uh, he's rocking his critical hat. Yeah. Um, Sony recently came out and said they're going to do a thing that we never thought they said that they would they they would actually do. Um, and that is allow you to change your PSN handle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, all that glitters is not gold. It's not. No, Reef. Um, you sure? Because I feel you, like that's you. <laughs> For some <laughs> reason, that made me think of. Uh, you ever seen like the Leprechaun horror movies with 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 like a Warwick Davis as, as as like the homicidal Leprechaun? Um, which one was that? Oh, they they made like six. 
five or six of them. Wait a minute. So he was the leprechaun in all of them? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Pretty oh, sure. for real? I had no idea. Yeah, it was leprechaun in space. It was like... Yeah, leprechaun in the hood. Leprechaun, leprechaun in the in space. Hood. Leprechaun 2. Leprechaun back to the hood. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there was a back to the hood. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so so like when I was in uh, college... Uh, we had a leprechaun uh, watch party where, where we had drinks and we watched all of them in a row. Uh, so I am familiar with the leprechaun uh, series. The leprechaun. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so yeah, it, it, um, it just made me think about something. He's like, he's like, Oh, that glitters is not gold. It just sounds like something he's saying like before he murders someone. So, you know, maybe you're the leprechaun of, of Chicago, too. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I'm the Warwick this, Davis. This another freaking AKA for you. Yes. Um, Bacana. Um, so, yeah, like, so you read the fine print. Yes, I did. Well, or, or someone else read the fine print, and you read the article about them reading the fine print. Yeah, yeah. So, like, a bunch of, like, um, users on uh, Reset Era, on, like, the site there, uh, they got some invites uh to the uh software 6.1 preview and they basically had a whole bunch of caveats on there um (laughs) i'll read a few of these it says you may lose access to content including pay for content that you have acquired (laughs) for your games including content like add-ons and virtual currency you may lose your progress within games include game (laughs) save data sorry data leaderboard data and progress toward trophies parts of your games and applications may not function properly (laughs) both online and offline uh your previous online id may be visible to you and and other players in some places so this is crazy because this is like a very nice way of saying that you could literally boot up say the witcher and have no access to the $50 $50 season pass content that you got. Right. Um, or you might boot up NBA 2K and lose all your VC, all your virtual yes. currency. Or yes. you might, I don't know, be playing uh, like Red Dead and you're like 80% right. through the game and you log on and that shit is gone. Right. You know, or you're playing Spider-Man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and then... And it's all gone. Right. Yeah. And then the most general parts of your games are asked may not function. That could fucking mean anything. Yep. Like, that literally covers anything. That means your console can brick. That means you cannot build it in sleep mode. That means your controllers might stop working in the middle of a game. Like, what the right. fuck? Like, right. <laughs> like, I know over the years, like, they've said, look, guys, we can't do name changes. It's too... But like it's too intertwined in our in right. our code or whatever. So my thought was, okay, like they spent years trying to figure it out and they got it. Cool. Seems like they have not. <laughs> right. And they're just right. like, if you really want to do it, you're willing to risk all these things. I, right. I, I was like telling C before, I was like, this is some shit I would think that Nintendo would do. Like yeah. if they ever had something to like uh to like to like ch- change change your ID. This sounds so ass backwards. I'm just like, if this is how it's going to be, like, just don't offer it. Like, right. This, this is right. This I is mean, because you're, you're still going to charge me now, to do this. Now, the first change is free. First, cha- first change is free. That's right. First change is free. So, I mean, the first hit is I, free. Right. But, like, if you're a crackhead ass, come back. Right. You know. Right. Um, yeah. 
then it like looks like it's like nine ninety nine. I don't know what currency yeah. that is. It looks like euros. Um, and supposedly P- PS Plus people get a fifty percent discount. Right. Um, right. So yeah. Um, so yeah. I'm hoping this is just part of this preview beta, and that these warnings are not in the final version. But if they are, man, I right. I can see. Some people like not even reading this and just going through and just changing it, and then yeah. they try to access shit. And like, yeah. they're like, oh man, uh, oh my gosh, yeah. Because like, if you was if you're stuck with, so uh, and PSN has been around for ten years, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. You know, a little, a little over ten years now, at this point. Um, but so if you were. I think it's been around for at least 12 years. So if you were, if you're 24 now, you created your PSN name when you were 12 years old. <laughs> wow. You know, like you can rent a car now. You created your PSN name when you were 13. Yeah. You would, you know, like your voice was still cracking. Yeah. So who, who knows what your name was then? Like, you know, what was important to your life? What what made sense to you then? Um, yeah. And if you're a big PlayStation gamer, you're, you've just been stuck with, you've been saddled with this embarrassing, horrible name for the longest period of time. And now, now that you finally have the chance to change it, and you change it and everything, you're, you've been a huge PlayStation fan for, you know, Half of your life, you change your name, and now all of your shit is gone. Yeah, I I, I would rather them not even do it. If if this is how it's going to be, I'm like, just tell people, look, yeah, I've been dealing with this shit for ten right. years. Deal with it right. another couple, and hopefully, like like, like when the PS five PS five comes out, we'll completely rebuild it up, and we'll yeah. find a way for you to you create a new account, you sync your old shit over. And that'll be that. Like that. That's to me. That that's would be the way to do it. If this is the best right. that you can get, where, where, where it's like, yeah, part of your shit might not function. It's right. like what? <laughs> like, it's no. Yeah, your DLC is is trash now. Man, it's um, just, uh, it belongs to somebody else. My yeah. DLC fool. Um, but like, if you if Reef if you were part of the beta, would you even change your name? Uh, now they do say that, that you can revert it back once during the preview period. Okay. So I, what they don't say is say like, I like switch it and I lose access to all this shit. If I switch it back, am I going to regain access? I guess so. Presumably because because the fact, you know, the thing is that you were... Yeah, like it's hard-coded. This was your stuff. Yeah, hard-coded. Yeah, so... Based on your name. Yeah, so I'm guessing. So yeah, I would I would try it out. I mean, I wouldn't change mine because my name is Beefy Reef. I'm perfectly fine with that. Right. Uh, but you know, I yeah. So I personally wouldn't change it, but and I, I know a lot of people would. I know there's a, there there's a lot of people with ones and zeros and X's and emoticons in their name and shit. And and like as as you said, they made them at 12, and now they're 24, and they're like, yo, I I I need a grown up name. Right. So. So 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 yeah, this is this is bad. Yeah, <laughs> bad news. Uh, yeah, hey, they out here. 
They doing it. Um, this is, yeah. I mean, again, uh, I'll uh, put my critical hat on and say there really is no excuse for uh, even even in beta form um, for you. And maybe these are disclaimers, worst case scenario. Uh, you know, maybe this is the uh, the online gaming service equivalent of the uh, guy reading all of the side effects to the drugs uh, on, in the commercial on TV. Yeah. And none of that stuff, you know, and none of that stuff is actually legitimate and it'll just go off without a hitch. Um, but, uh, I mean, the fact that the fact that we know about it and that we're talking about it is just is not a good look. Not a good look. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah. Uh, what is a good look, though, is uh, the fact that esports is getting legitimized by some uh, legitimate heavy hitters. So earlier in the week, um, you know, Mayor of Toronto, um, uh, Ambassador to the Raptors, um Every hip hop artist's best friend, or every NBA player's best friend, uh, and uh, all around good, good dude, Drake became a uh, major owner of a hundred thieves, the esports, the uh, uh, Call of Duty yep. esports team, um, or at least was founded by a former Call of Duty player. Yeah. Uh, but but Drake is now one of the owners of the Hundred Thieves esports team, and uh, his heirness himself, uh, Captain uh, Giant Hoop Earring and Cigar Chomping, uh, Prison Owning Michael Jordan, <laughs> um, it has invested into Team Liquid. Uh, uh, him and a a small group of investors uh, invested twenty six million dollars into Team Liquid. That's some dope. Uh, and yeah, so I I, I mean, esports. Uh, said it. Koss said it a while ago, but he you know he said that like esports owning an esports team now is the uh car wash or the beauty you know the cleaners uh beauty salon of nba players now like it used to be that if you were if you were an athlete the the place where you put your money you invested was in a car wash or something something like that now it's esports leagues and uh or esports teams and and uh you know they drake and 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 jordan have uh have joined joined uh, the ranks of esports owners. Yeah, I think it's cool. Uh, I, I think it shows it's, yeah. f- it's financially viable, and that you know, hopefully that helps it to get on a bigger stage. Um, yeah. I, so, what would it what would it take right now for you, uh, Reef, to say that esports is on a bigger stage? Because I, you know, I I think that there. I mean, it's on a big stage right now, but I just right. mean bigger. Like I right. don't. Like yeah, right now you know you know there's stuff that's been on CW and ESPN and but that's only like the major major stuff, right? Like right. it's like it's not like you still can't see like 
sort of regular stuff on there. So that's what I think it'll take is that somebody has to take a risk and start showing some stuff and see if there's viewership, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, and I don't think no one wants to take that risk. I mean, I mean like, they had the Overwatch finals, you know, um, on uh, ESPN2, I think it was. Right. But no one broadcasts anything else through the season. So it's like, you, someone has to commit to really doing that stuff on a consistent basis. Um, and it's tough because it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's tough. Somebody's got to be the first and be willing to lose money if it doesn't work, you know? I, uh, it's been a while. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, Bacago, that it's taken me this long. But, uh, you know, I got to feel it when I feel it. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a stubnostication. Oh, my God. Stubnostication. T- late 20, mid 2018. Yes. Fall 2018 stubnostication. Stubnostication is. In 2019, ESPN will launch probably as part of their ESPN Plus app service, whatever quasi pay service or whatever it is, mm-hmm. a channel called ESPN Gaming that will be dedicated strictly to esports, where whenever you go on there, there will either be some sort of esports game being being played, or there will be uh, people on there talking esports. Ooh. I don't know if there's enough for twenty four seven coverage. Uh, I could see them doing something that's focused around that with some other programming, kind of like a G four kind of model, where there's gaming mm-hmm. stuff. There's also some tech stuff and you know that kind of stuff um uh but i i i i like you laying it out there with the stubnostication i appreciate that it's i did it's not a bit stutter. of a reach i think but uh right, well i i i can see it i can mm-hmm. see it happening so the stubnosticator is spoken yes so, the stubnosticator so has occur. spoken yeah well it, it is well, I don't yes. know if it occurs because you said it or you can see the future, so you're saying it because of that. I'm not sure which I, one. It I, is. I, it, that is the yeah. enigma. That is the great subnostic. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like you're you're like basically like the oracle in the Matrix, you know, where yeah. like uh, yeah. you, you you don't know if Neo knocked over the vase because she said he knocked right. it over right. or because she saw it. What really happened? Yeah, that that'll really cook your noodle. Oh, nice. <laughs> Nice. Uh, <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Shout out um, to the Matrix. Yes. Um but but yeah, I I truly believe. I think that um your thought that I think that you you uh, you severely underestimate the breadth and diversity of esports. Um if you think that there isn't enough content on a uh, consistent, a somewhat consistent basis for them to have um, a a channel that's yeah, dedicated strictly to gaming. And uh, you know, and I'm not saying that there will it will always be original content on the you know. Yeah, I mean, it'll listen, show old stuff. Sports, it'll show, right, Sports yeah. Center six you know six or seven hours of ESPN 
content a few years ago was the same sports center you know two three o'clock in the morning it's the same sports center yeah over and over again or a rebroadcast of something that was earlier in the day uh so that is definitely something that that will wind up happening it's yeah. not something that's that's foreign to uh espn programming or, or cable programming in general you know that that runs on a 24-hour cycle uh in that way um but I don't think it will be on TV. I don't think that they I think they will continue to cycle uh those larger events. They will simulcast those on on uh you know on the mm-hmm. on the channels whether it be the Deuce or or ESPN or you know the Ocho that that actually is oh, going yeah. to exist. Yeah. Um well but I- but but use using the ESPN gaming, the ESPN G talent on on those networks. All, all all I ask is they force Stephen A. Smith to do some coverage or or post game <laughs> or announcing because I want to hear him talk about. He's like, I don't know what's going on. Right, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Right, I am I am very good friends. Where's LeBron? Jeff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, 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 so yeah. Maybe, right. maybe right. they get a all. Actually, I every once in a while, around the horn or like PTI will cover like an esports thing, and all they right. do is make fun of people that play games when they do it. Right. So, well, Kellerman doesn't. Yeah. Kellerman's a gamer. So, uh, shout out to Max Kellerman. Uh, you know, come on the show, come to Chicago. Yeah, but um, yeah, but, Ma- you know, Max just gives the points. But yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Um. No, that's yeah. Well, Kellerman, that was old old PTI. Kellerman's on first take now. First take, my favorite. With yeah, um, but but Not nonetheless, a take fan, but yes, <sighs> nonetheless, yeah. um, it it, it I, I really do believe that uh, we will see, uh, twenty four. Uh, there will be a dedicated channel from a major. You know, from a major cable provider, most likely ESPN, um, and uh, in 2019, where we will see 24 by 7 coverage of esports. All right. And there will be talent uh, hired um, to talk about esports. Okay, Oracle. In a very very real way. Um, So uh, while we're talking esports, let's talk Unicron. Yes, uh, the planet eating um, transformer, right? So we're talking yes, about. the planet eating transformer. What is what is Unicron, the planet eating transformer, um, voiced by the dearly departed Leonard Nimoy? What is what does he have to do with esports? Yeah, what does he um, have to do with esports? <laughs> right. Well, I bet you you didn't know that the largest uh, esports betting uh, company in the world. Is also named Unicron. Dude, don't trust Unicron, man. Don't trust yeah, hey, Unicron. Hey. The fucking Decepticons are trying to take this. Actually, I don't think Unicron was a Decepticon. I think he was like his own. No, he was not. He was like his own. He was thing. his own thing, yeah. man. He's a rogue. He did. Yes, he did. He did whatever he wanted to do. Unicron yeah. does what he wants to do. And this Unicron, what they wanted to do was allow people to bet on esports and esports has made it we've already established that by talking about uh drizzy 
and his airness uh, joining the ranks of esports and, owners. And you know MJ is betting on the shit, so. Right, yes, you yes. You know his exactly. ass Speaking of MJ, right. On that shit. Right. So, uh, so there's a uh, Unicron, this company, has uh, gotten a wagering license approved in the Isle of Man on Tuesday so that you can legally gamble on competitive games on uh, the Unicron betting platform, and that's Unicron, U-N-I-K-R-N. And so it's been rolled out to 20 different countries. Uh, They're mostly in Europe, Latin America, South Korea, um, and uh, Australia. So you can continue, you can bet uh, in the States, however, you can only be a player that can bet on them or I guess you can you can bet if you're playing. Yes. But you, so I guess you can bet for or against yourself. Yeah, exactly. I would um, I would be in blackout and bet against myself because I know I'm terrible. <laughs> um but uh soon in uh in 41 states in some unspecified date uh, you will also be able to, as a as a viewer, bet bet for or against players. Um, so yeah, uh, I think it's all so, right. W- I, yeah, I, I mean, what? it's really you need that spectator betting though. Like you, like you need right. that that shit. Like that's when it's really gonna get set off. As long as they have it regulated and make sure that they do it the same way you can online gamble and like other stuff. I th- I think it's dope. I think it's dope. And I think that it would make, you know, if it's something that you could do at something like Evo or, you know, or, or like the Dota at at like the international for Dota or league tournaments or the Starcraft stuff or, or or like Overwatch, it it would Mm -hmm. make it even more, it would open up to a whole new audience, you know, and, and like, and, 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 and like people will bet on anything, you know. When when like I was in uh, college, people were betting like they had like dog races, basically, um, <laughs> very similar to horse races. But like they had like if like you were up late at night and watching TV in uh, Providence, Rhode Island, yeah, they had like you know it was like it, it might have been on like the actual horse race track, but it was like they yeah like, yeah yeah dog races yeah exactly yeah. Like, like, like they let the dogs out and they just start running and like you saw the bets <laughs> on the bottom of the screen. Right, I I think people could actually call in like their bets. And you stuff. could call in your bets. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and then like a bookie would come and beat the shit out yeah. of you. I guess. And, yep, exactly. <laughs> you didn't pay, but, yeah, but uh, they just bite at your ankle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they they just said the dog, an actual dog. Right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, knock on your they, door, bite your right. ankles. You, 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 you could you you win your bet if you can run away from the dog, if you can outrun the dog. Oh, um, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I think this is great. I mean, I, I, I'm not a big gambler, but I know that there are yeah. people that are, and I think to make this a sport in the states, you kind of have to have that component of it. I mean, I don't think a lot of people, to be honest, would be as excited about, say, March Madness. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, there will still be people excited about it for sure because there's always going right. to be college sports fans. Right. But it's really become a phenomenon, I think, because of the betting aspect 
and like the you know like the one win and you're done uh, so, right. so, sorry the uh, one loss and you're done kind of thing so i think that's helped march madness become its own thing and i'm not saying esports will is anywhere near getting you know that level of uh how it takes over every conversation right. um but i think that it is something that can help that it, that that can help it gain some more popularity you know that's it that's good yeah so the i mean the, so the largest betting day in the country um it may even be in the world is super bowl sunday oh i'm pretty sure it's the um, world well maybe um, not i because i know that like cricket and soccer are very huge uh right outside the right. country but um, definitely in the u.s but, the super bowl yeah. yeah so uh you know i mean so it's it's funny that you talk about the uh it becoming legitimate it betting helping to legitimize uh or gambling helping to legitimize esports but it, it, you've got to remember that still in this country uh gambling or betting on games is illegal in most places not named Las Vegas or Atlantic City so um you know and and we all know that people gamble on on games yeah. and i think that you know football the nfl football is you know it's still far and away the uh the biggest earner for for you know for uh for bookies for betters oh yeah because it's um, a game a week yeah. and the spread right. is easy to calculate right. yeah 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 for sure right. um so uh but you know we're talking about legal gambling uh in in esports now the question i have for you is how you know that the 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 question that everyone always has about gambling and why we can't legalize it is is to talk about the legitimacy of you know transparency and the legitimacy of the games mm-hmm. um right yeah and that course. they worry about games being fixed and get you know as a result of players and teams knowing exactly what the spreads are and and sure. you know, whether or not that will influence uh, their ability to play on you know during during the uh, the game, if esports as uh, kind of virgin regulated as it is, do you worry about um, the legitimacy of the sports? Do you worry about there being uh, danger from people kind of uh, influencing the ability of the players in in their respective games? I mean, not really. I mean, I'm not saying it wouldn't happen, but I think that's something that will, it, it's just, it's there. That element is there for any kind of competitive thing. Um, if it was something that people were, that nefarious part was interested in, they'd be betting on it regardless if it was legalized or not. And right. they're trying to influence it. Um so I think it is a risk, but I think it's one that is worth taking. Like anytime you institute anything, there's going to be people trying to get around it, trying to cheat it, or trying to make more illegal money off of it. You got to mm-hmm. just put in the safeguards that you can um, and just kind of hope for the best and write off some of the stuff as people going to get you, you know? Right. Um, so, so yeah, I don't think it would 
destroy it, but I think it's definitely something that you need that you need to be aware of anytime you do something competitive. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you know, we need to be aware of the fact that we've been gone for a long time and it's time to go. Yes. So how how about that? Yeah. Um, yeah. This has uh, this has been episode two sixty of the Spawn on Me podcast. Uh, and before we go, Reef, we've talked about a lot of things. We have. We've uh, we've expressed a lot of opinions. We have. Um, we've uh, said some things that people may either agree with or take exception to. Uh, if they want to be able to tell us about that kind of stuff, about their feelings on our feelings, how can they do that? Uh, you just stunned me with your wordplay, but I'm going to assume you mean give the social media business. So I, 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 I know, do I'll, mean that. Yeah, You're I'll, picking just, up what I am throwing down, sir. I was just stunned. I was just stunned <laughs> by that. But I, I do have one thing I want to say before that. Uh, and this goes... Uh, I come from the land of the Irish Spring. Dublin's the place where I learn my thing. <laughs> Uh, from the Emerald Isle to your place in the hood, I'm the man in the green. Come to do no good. Lep in the hood. Come to do no good. Lep in the hood. Come to do no good. That is courtesy of Genius.com. Uh, you can look up the Leprechaun rap because at the end of Leprechaun in the Hood, which features Ice T, by the way, um, yes. Leprechaun does a full three verse rap. Oh my gosh, he's got 24 bars for everybody? He, he, he got bars, he got a hook. Or is it 48 bars? It might be 48, I don't know, man. Oh my but gosh. He's, he's out there. He's out wow. there. Wow, will this be featured in Rhyme Right? Yo, I, uh, <laughs> I got to talk to Warwick personally uh, on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so for more Leprechaun raps, you can go to spawnon.me. Um, that'll give you full archive to all the shows. Bios and photos of us, background information, born for good information, all that stuff is there. Um, hit us up on Twitter. That's where we're, that's where we're the most active at Spawn on Me. We're also on Facebook as well under Spawn on Me, Instagram Spawn on Me podcast, and email Spawn on Me podcast at gmail dot com. Um, buy some of our merch at T Public. Um, if you search for Spawn on Me there, like you'll see shirts and mugs and pillows and iphone cases and all that good stuff um so definitely support us there and if you want to support us um the most go to our patreon at patreon.com slash bonami every donation is appreciated no matter how small um and you can gain access to our premium podcast as well bonami after dark um and uh that'll be it yeah yeah, that that will be and, it. And I specifically um, didn't say the email address at the end, so you couldn't do your your uh, yeah uh, your version of it. So foiled, oh, foiled you. That is quite all right. You know, <laughs> you've been foiled. <laughs> yes, crisis <laughs> foiled again. Uh, well. It has been a very dope episode, um, and I will say werewolf bar mitzvah, spooky, scary. Happy Halloween to everybody. 
Uh, and uh, four, the absent, uh, the voyaging Captain Kali Fadams. For the uh, the uptown leprechaun, <laughs> Sharif Jackson. I am the Baron of Bourbon, Cicero Holmes. We are the Spawn on Me podcast. And we say... Boom. <laughs> 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 <laughs>